Welcome to another episode of Bob Sheen Yaya Travel the World. It's a place where we like to spend time talking about all things travel and how travel can be part of your lifestyle. Whether you're hanging out at home or you've got boarding passes in your hands, travel influences us every single day in tons of ways. My name is Alex. I play the Bob role, and I am a mom of three great adults, an elementary school teacher, and an overseas traveler. I love to blog. You can find me over at www.tgctravel.com, and I'm an overall travel junkie. Hello, guys. This is Terry. I'm Yaya, and I'm also a mom. I have two wonderful adult children. I'm a teacher, and right now, I'm a U.S. traveler, getting excited about spreading my wings and being a European traveler again. Today we're going to share some of the things that keep us travel happy when we are not out and about. We're going to talk about books, food, travel tips, and products that we love. And it's all going to start with a little segment we like to call Now Boarding. So we are starting our Now Boarding with a an important announcement because this show is about the plus size female traveler. And before all of you thin people and husbands walk away, this show is for you too. Because here's the deal. Um, Knowing what a plus size traveler has to deal with, whether it's a big thing or a little detail, can make you have more patience with your travel partner, can make you understand why they are doing what they're doing, and in turn, give that person maybe a little bit more confidence and maybe a little bit less stress in what they're doing. So don't tune out because you think that this show is not about you. It is. It is all about knowing who you are around. Am I right? You're right. I mean, I just think it gives you a little bit more compassion. You know, traveling with someone who is the plus size traveler, things are a little different sometimes, and it just makes you a little bit more understanding. And let's get down to what those differences really are, because we're going to be super real about this today. Let's take the statistics to start with. 47% of women in this country are a size 14 or larger. They have absolutely um, no inclination, you know, like it's not necessarily about their health. It's just they are a size 14 or larger. On top of that, 81% at a minimum of travel plans are made by women. So you're looking at 40% of travel plans made by Americans are made by plus-size women, if you kind of put it all together. So we're really dealing with a majority of people here. We're dealing with a very large population, no pun intended, (laughs) (laughs) because I fall into that category, and I know you do too, Terry. We're about the same size. Yeah. Yeah, we share clothes. Um, And I will say this. I range anywhere from an 18 to a 22, depending on the designer or okay. the the cut, right? Wouldn't you say the same thing right about in there? Yeah. yeah just kind of depending on, on what's going on. So we have real experience with this and we are people who 
really take on these adventures and really care that other people walk into them with the confidence that they need in order to enjoy them. So as we start our now boarding section today, with all of that disclaimer said, I will say that probably my first tip to anybody who's plus size who really doesn't travel is don't pack your entire closet. I get you, girl. I get that you want to make sure that you have everything that you need. You don't want to be lacking in everything because we all know that you're not going to find what you need easily somewhere else. You have your go-to things that you go to when you're home. I get it. But it doesn't mean that you have to pack your entire closet and your entire care process and everything when you're going with you. You just need one bag. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So that would be my biggest travel tip is like, it's, it's okay. What about you? Yeah, I agree. Don't, don't pack everything. Cause you know, us girls packing a size 20 jeans is mm-hmm. different than packing a size eight. I've traveled with my daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my, my essential that I like, I like to, um, I like to layer. I always like to have like an undershirt. Mm-hmm. Or like a little, um, just something under my my top. It makes mm-hmm. me feel a little bit more secure. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my travel tip. I like to get them in different colors, and the longer. Yeah. Some brands I've got some from Lane Bryant lately that really the length is a lot better. Uh huh. Because for me, you can't go in some stores, but the layering is so nice because it's, it's just, it's like a security. Yeah, I agree with you. I use tank tops too. And I will say that, um, when, when I have them on with something that's maybe a little bit more loose, I I don't want some mishap. Believe me. I don't want anybody seeing all the stuff that I have. There's Mm -hmm. enough of it. You get it with my clothes on. You don't need to see any extra parts, right? It keeps it tight. Yeah, it kind of keeps you all together and it kind of, I feel like sometimes it gives me a little bit more confidence because it gives me a streamlined look. Yes, kind of smooth. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. Now, I do have, um, I want you, actually, I want you to share your travel product first because you introduced me to the one that you're going to bring up today. Oh my goodness. I ordered a pair of pants capri activewear leggings from lane bryant i think i actually bought them in the store Mm -hmm. um but they're plain black Mm -hmm. and they're the most comfortable because i like to call when i get home putting on my soft clothes you know the stuff that you Mm -hmm. feel comfortable in and these pants they 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 kind of help you they hold the stuff in and they're super comfortable. I mean, so much as you got a pair and I ordered another pair. I know I bought two pair because of the ones that I saw on you. I actually felt like you kept on saying how comfortable these pants were. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, we're always looking for comfortable. But then when I saw them on you, they looked really tailored. And I thought, that's a game changer. Wait a second. I can get comfy baggy clothes all the time. And like, we are always in search of those clothes because Mm -hmm. we already start in discomfort, right? Like, so I'm 
already uncomfortable before I put clothes on and now I'm going to put uncomfortable clothes on? I don't think so. And when I saw these pants on you, um, and they, um, we put the link in the show notes, um, to help everybody out, but I have a strange feeling they may be going away. So time might be running short on this ladies. Um, when I saw them on you, they looked tailored and I thought now that, now that just became a versatile travel piece because yes. I guess comfort and style out of one thing in a plus size which means i'm going to wind up enjoying them a lot longer and they're not just going to become another pair of pajama pants which happens right. to a lot and of will, our clothes. oh yeah but i will put out these are they came in i think black was the only color and they're in their mm -hmm. active section i'm not quite sure the actual name of them i feel like I'm they were called livy and they're so they they're slenderizing too. They're kind of like mm -hmm. holding your stuff in and they're so comfortable. I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really, I really have been enjoying them. And I, you know, I am somebody who's, I, I feel like I'm a clothes horse. That's not a clothes horse. If that makes sense. Like there are some people who are just constantly buying and buying and buying clothes. I feel sometimes that I'm in that cycle. And other times I feel like I'm wearing the same t-shirt from eight years ago, you know? So my travel product is um, using plus size style boxes to kind of develop your travel wardrobe. And I have been a devotee of the dia.com box for, I want to say maybe three years now. And I have totally gotten rid of everything in my wardrobe that isn't packable because I do travel a lot and I don't want to waste my time with things that don't work for that. Um, so I do think that that's kind of important. Now, um, you did turn me on to the style boxes. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to say, I I tried Dia, not saying mm -hmm. anything against it, but I also tried Stitch Fix, and it really was a better fit for me as yeah. far as the items I were getting. But because, come on, we all know I don't like going in stores and looking for the women's section or the mm -hmm. plus size uh, it's so much, and it's so nice because you can send them a message and it's, you know, really tailored to what you're looking for. It is. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I put in my style notes when I send up with them is I don't want to iron anything. Amen. If I, if I have to iron it, I, I don't want it. I don't want mm -mm. it in my wardrobe. And I literally got rid of everything like that. And it's so great because now it's, Instead of being this overwhelming task of getting everything that I need to get into my suitcase, now it's like, okay, let me just run to my closet and get what I need and I can pack and go. And that has been helpful because of that. I am also not a clothes shopper and I don't like shopping in general, which no, I know you don't. Yep crazy. I, I really don't like being in the store. It's not my favorite thing in the world. And um I also don't like the fact that there are so few options for um, for plus size women. I live in a very rural community and literally there was one option and it's called Dress Barn. You may have heard of it, which I don't even know. I still, all these years later, I still don't know how I feel about the name Dress Barn as a place 
four plus size women to go shop. I'm, I still don't, it kind of grates my nerves a little. However, I really do think that maybe it started in a barn in somebody's backyard at some point in time. So I'm going to go with that, like pottery barn, you know, <laughs> and, uh, um, <laughs> and I, that store closed down. So I literally have no shopping options besides Walmart and Target where I live. And I would like quality clothing, you know, like I just, I don't want to buy disposable clothing. And I also don't want to wear what every single other person is wearing. You know, 47% of the community of the female community is going to be wearing the exact same thing from Target and Walmart. You know, like it stinks. I can remember you would go and you go over to your plus size and then have one shirt in 10 different colors. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What about we just want to be able to wear what everybody else wears? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was so limited. I will say there is a growth in that area as far as some stores for plus size. But I really, really do love the style box. What's better than try? Because really, I know you and me. I hate shopping for clothes, going in and going, oh my God, this doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. Being able to put, try stuff on in your living room or your bedroom and be comfortable Mm -hmm. and not say, I need a bigger size. Yeah, exactly. And here's the biggest thing that I like about having the style box come to me. Um, Plus size girls have booby issues that are different than regular size girls or smaller size girls and a bra can make all the difference there are many times when I've tried on a shirt and I'm like this is a nightmare and I've taken it off I changed the bra that I'm in and I put it on I'm like oh wait a second now it fits correctly and I can't do that when I go to the store you know, like no. I just, I can't. So it winds up being far more opportunity and it's far more tailored to me. And we are going to talk a lot about clothes today because I think it's a very big piece of the travel um, puzzle here for plus size women. So I think that um, starting off with kind of tips about clothing is is definitely representative of a lot of the issues that people have to overcome. And I do want to say this. Terry and I watched What Not to Wear for ages. We were Stacey and Clinton fans. <laughs> yes, and we I, were. I do agree, and because I, I don't want anybody to make a comment that, that we're not acknowledging this. I do agree that petite people have problems finding clothes. Yes, that and people tall people. Who, Yes, tall people, that people who have very large shoulders have um, problems. People who are do not fit this kind of 36, 28, 36 classic idea, Barbie doll idea, do have problems finding clothing. And I don't want you to think we don't know that. It's just the opportunity to find plus size clothing compared to the opportunities to find clothing in smaller sizes exists on completely different playing fields. Right. And 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 I do feel this is our wheelhouse. This is our wheelhouse, man. We know more about shopping for plus size than we do for petite or tall 
or regular, you know, regular yeah. sizes, whatever those are nowadays. Exactly. Exactly. And I will say this. We recently found on Facebook somebody who is feeling what we're feeling about traveling and being plus size. Um, so on Facebook, if you if you're a fan of BuzzFeed, there is a kind of branch of BuzzFeed called Ladylike. Um, so they do all kinds of stuff. They get their ears pierced. They talk about bras. They you know they do all that kind of stuff. There is one member, the Ladylike team, who's plus size. Her name is Kristen, and she's the same size as us, but shorter. We're mm-hmm. we're taller than she is. Okay, and she has developed a show called the Empty Suitcase Show. And I told you about the show last week. Tell me what you thought. I love it because you know you never really think about it there there are these two women and the plus size girl her job is her goal is to travel abroad or travel to other cities with an empty suitcase and see how easy it is for her to find plus size clothing and i mean if you think about it if we're flying somewhere and our luggage gets lost we're going to have to wrap up in a sheet and rock, walk around town if we can't find plus-size clothes. It better happen in Athens so I look like I'm wearing a toga is uh, all I can say. Amen. I mean, like, it's true. So Kristen's goal on this show is to suppose she wound up in one of many cities within the U.S. and outside the U.S. She's been to Philly. She's been to Seattle. She's been to Charlotte. And Hawaii. I want to yeah, she went to Hawaii. And then outside the States, she's been um, all over Europe. She's done London, Edinburgh. Uh, she did Athens. And I'm trying to think of another one. Maybe Paris. Uh, maybe. Uh, the point is, is that she's gotten out there and she has worked to figure out what her clothing options are and she has to come up with a day look and a night look and i she's got a great sense of style for her age and where she is in her world but she really brings to reality how difficult it is some of the statistics that she put out there they were in uh i want to say philadelphia And I think this is a really good one. There were 236 women's clothing stores. And out of the 236 women's clothing stores, there were maybe a dozen that served the plus size population. 47% of the community. And out of that dozen, many of them were secondhand shops. Oh, wow. I mean, like, when you take that in, that's a huge metropolitan area, and it's like, yeah, it's not pretty to us, so we're not going to service that market. You know, I mean, that's kind of the way it seems. And I will say that the numbers are less and less and less. There were a couple of really great finds. Um, There was a great secondhand consignment store in Washington, D.C. that was on her show, which really kind of like had unique pieces and and interesting things. And um, I really liked the store in Athens, Greece, which was um, becoming a chain store. Yes. Um, Yes. They, I really think that maybe even at the end of that video, the salesperson was like, we'll see you in America soon. I really hope so because 
lady who ran that store in Athens, Greece, I thought your clothes rocked and they were made for people my size. And that's huge. Yes. So really a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just gives you such a, a secure and comfortable feeling when you go in a store knowing that there's something in there that will fit you and you have a choice. And it's not a tent or a sheet. It's something stylish, something you like, and something that's going to be useful. Or, or the or, worst thing that it drives me insane is people think that, well, if I just took this really cute thing that's made for this size four person and I blew it up on a copier, it would work just as fine for that plus size person. Listen to me now, people. It is not true. I need more stitches in my garments than you do. I have lots of girls to hold up that you probably don't have to hold up in the same way. My clothes have to be a better quality and differently made than somebody who's a small size or or a smaller size. It, it is what it is. It's the reality of it. And it frustrates me when people think, well... I'll just make this bigger and bigger and bigger, the same pattern, bigger and bigger and bigger. Those clothes are not going to look good on us. Pay attention, designers, when we say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But you know what? I'm going to piggyback off your show on the empty suitcase. I think everybody should watch it. It's hilarious and Mm -hmm. it gives you such a great perspective. But going on to like, travel tech and stuff that I've been looking at on Instagram. You told me about the curvy globe trotter, which is a plus size lady. And you know what I like about it? It doesn't matter what size you are. You're getting out there. You're traveling. You're making your dreams come true. And it shouldn't Mm -hmm. hold you back. Should not hold you back whatsoever. And you know what? She's enjoying life. And you see all the great places she goes to. Mm-hmm. And she's a she's a plus size girl. She's a curvy girl like myself. So mm-hmm. it kind of hits home with me. Yeah, I really like her because she is kind of like she takes down the barriers. Yeah, she does a really great job of that. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the things I I saw a little post from her and I'm not, maybe it wasn't her. I'm not sure, but I did hear that it was really, really helpful if you wind up choosing as a curvy girl or a plus size girl, when you get ready to travel, be comfortable with two or three photo poses that you're going to like in every picture that you take so that when you are in front, you feel more more spontaneity and you're more in the moment and you know your pictures are going to turn out well. Because listen, let's face it, the majority of uh, plus size women are not comfortable with or confident with 100% of everything. And if you choose the things that you're confident in ahead of time, you kind of have that those go-to poses for pictures, you will know that you will enjoy all of your memories. And that's a really important part of being a confident traveler. Does it count if I grab a small person and put them in front of me? I think that's a go-to pose. I did that okay. with my daughter for years, but now she's yes. older and she doesn't let me do it anymore. 
<laughs> I need so, to work on my poses. Yeah, we need to work on our poses. One. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Bob Shane Yaya Travel the World podcast. And today we're talking about plus size travel for women and all of the details and maybe things that help us be more confident when we travel as a plus size. Um, so we've done a lot of talking and, and we're going to definitely dig into our travel wardrobe today for sure. Um, and we're also going to talk about what it's like to be out and about as somebody who's plus size. So it's about to get real and we want mm. you to stick with us for that. Um, so the first real thing that I would like to bring up is the fact that as a plus size traveler, things are going to cost me more than they cost you. My clothes cost me more. Um, like if you were to buy the same item in your size and in a regular size and I buy it, it's probably going to be a little bit more for me. And my clothes are also going to take up more room in a suitcase. And I probably am also going to pay to check my bag. And I know advanced travelers out there right now, this I'm going completely against the tide. I'm a salmon swimming upstream right now. And I'm telling you, I hear you carry on people. I hear you with your 21 days in your suitcase. I hear you. Mm -hmm. I am telling you, you do not want me to stand in line with my suitcase at TSA, hoof it all the way to my gate, which is inevitably the end gate at the very end. Of course. Right? It's not going to be gate number one. It's gate uh-uh. 72A, okay, with my suitcase and haul that thing down the gangway through the door and shove it up into an overhead compartment and sit down next to you. You do not want me to do that. You are not going to enjoy me if I do that. I am not going to enjoy myself because I am going to be a hot, sweaty mess. Reach it up so you can see my underarm and I'm going to turn on that air because it's hot. So I am checking my bag. I'm going to start at the very beginning of the airport and I'm going to change the way I do things. I'm going to check my bag, one, because of everything I just said, and two, because my clothes are bigger and I probably can't fit everything that you can inside your bag. I am not Lizzo and I am not wearing a bikini. It's just not going to happen. I'll tell you, I just traveled with my daughter and, uh-huh. you know, she's like, well, here I come out with my suitcase, right? And here uh-huh. she comes with a backpack. I just yeah. put everything in my backpack. Well, it's a size two. Okay. Uh-huh. Mine's not. Uh-huh. And I'm not lugging it through the airport. And please, no matter what size you are, bringing on all this luggage needs to stop. Oh, my it needs gosh. To stop. It's I want to just worst. hand up the money. Please go check it, please, because it's please. it's such a it's a struggle. It is a horrible struggle. And it's probably one of the worst decisions airlines have made uh, in yes. history. Yes. Is this this fee for checking a bag? Because I don't know if you've seen um, the new seats. I know I posted them on our Facebook um, feed. Um, the lay down seats for economy. Have you seen the design for that? When is that going to happen? 
I don't know when it's going to happen, but whoever invented that, and I, I did, I linked it onto our Facebook feed, TGC Travel on, on Facebook. I am going to tell you right now that those seats have plus size people in mind. There are no overhead compartments. There's a compartment to put a bag to bring on. That exists, but right. you basically you get room to put your feet up kind of in a diagonal way and you can kind of make your way to lay down. It, it's kind of they're kind of great. I will repost them again. Um, it, it, that would get rid of that whole bag check-in thing, which I don't think needs to be a thing anyway. Like I think it's I a agree. horrible, horrible idea. Yeah. And I mean it just creates so many issues and I already have to bring enough onto the plane just Amen. To, to be me. Right. So mm-hmm. I am not, I am not a fan. Um, when you are putting together what you bring, Terry, what are some of the, the care products that you bring? Like let's, let's start breaking down. Let's what get we, real. What we bring. Yeah. And this could be for anyone, but just we're here on our plus size soapbox so i'm going to talk about getting sweaty in areas that you don't really want to get sweaty in Mm -hmm. so i always put some like gold bond or some kind of powder to help Mm -hmm. with that absorption Mm -hmm. which is a great great thing and let's say you've been hoofing it and you you find you've got a little rash Mm-hmm. I get some of that monkey butt cream that you have mm-hmm. for babies. Yes. It helps. Yes. That you know, redness. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes you, you, you feel better. I mm-hmm. mean, come on. It's real. Let's talk about these issues. Also. Because I want to walk around the Louvre with what feels like a hot iron two inches below my hoo-ha. between my legs which is what that feels like and people don't appreciate that when it like it's a horrible horrible thing which is why you don't see a lot of plus size women wearing the booty shorts and you know what helps (laughs) think about it you're having some action going down there you could be starting a fire yeah yeah it's not good that's how that's how man figured it out yeah, I'm telling you. But you know what else I like to pack? It's called mm-hmm. uh, Hibiclins. Oh. Now, now, like my sons use it for surgery and stuff like that. But I've used it on like if I get a heat rash, yes. anything. It's just an antibacterial rinse. Mm-hmm. And it's just great to have. I mean, yeah. come on. And people people may have been um, prescribed that like like the way you say your your son was having what was it it was elbow surgery shoulder surgery shoulder surgery okay so that may be how you've seen it before it comes in a light blue bottle i will say this it, i it goes back to comfort because i'm not going to be a great traveler and i'm not going to be a good traveling partner if i'm constantly uncomfortable so my clothes and the way i feel they matter to not just me, right? And right. that Hibba that cleanse, if you've had a particularly like gritty day and you're like, oh gosh, you know what? In all of those creases and folds and little deep dark pockets. Spots, yep. <laughs> if, <laughs> if that's not going to work tomorrow and you plus size women know what I'm talking about, 
that little bit of HIBA cleanse could make all the difference in the world. It can. Because I'm telling you. And huge. If we're in London and I have been chafing, you're not getting me up to walk around the city again. Yes. I mean, not going to happen. What are some things you do besides products you can use to prevent that nasty word chafing? Well, okay. So the first thing that I do is, um, and I kind of mentioned this before, I really have dedicated um, travel clothes that I know will look good and have stood the test of time and those things won't happen. So I'm, I'm very into preventative maintenance with that. I do have to say I wear very few dresses. I have, I will bring maybe one. Um, but these days I've turned to the jumpsuit as an evening choice. Um, because they pack pretty well and they look just as nice as a dress but they are pants and again, giving me a little bit of preventative maintenance. So I test all my clothes um, in high stress situations before I bring them with me when I travel, which may not be something that, yeah, that other people need to worry about. Um, All of my bras, I know I can wash in my sink and hang in my shower and they'll be dry in the morning. Like I, I literally, I time it. To make sure that if I get in at like 10 o'clock at night, will this bra be dry in the morning if I leave it there? So that's the bra I'm bringing with me because yeah. my my bra is probably not going to last two or three days like some other people can. Yeah. You know, and it's made out of a lot more material that has to dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's covering a little bit more, you know? And, um, I also, if I do bring a dress, I bring some sort of, um, shorts to go underneath it, like bike shorts or, um, under armor shorts, like that you find in the athletic section, the men's under armor shorts. Yeah. And you can even even things, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like if Spanx is your thing, they're a little uncomfortable for me. So it's not my, my favorite thing. I like the Under Armour better because I feel like I'm getting the no show of Spanx. They were like as thin as Spanx, but they, they just seem to fit me a little bit better. So I mean, like we always look for alternatives. I will say this though, and, and I don't know how I'm going to approach this. Uh, I started thinking (laughs) about it. Okay. I recently, you know this about me. I recently took up running. And, um, which is like, I know, I feel like I just dropped like this dramatic dun, dun, dun. Um, I, (laughs) yeah, I recently, um, uh, took up running and I don't know how my athletic tanks and, and running shorts and those, because I have to wear a different bra for when I run because I, I, girl, you got to hold them in. I would have facial bruising if I didn't use specific information, specific items, uh, you know. So I don't know how all of that's going to work because I haven't traveled since I've done that. And I really do want to make that something that I can bring with me when I travel. That's one of the reasons I I chose to do it. So I don't know how all of that's going to work. We may have to, like, circle back to figure that out. 
Okay. Um, so I don't know about that. But I will say this. In general, um, to be very preventative about all of those things, I really work hard at a pre-tested capsule wardrobe. I keep my colors kind of close together. I have like a lot of blues and a lot of blacks. You know, um, I don't travel with a lot of white just because there's, it's far too easy to have an accident with that. Like, yes, I'm going to go and I'm going to eat food. And if it gets on my shirt, which the probability of it happening to us is more than to someone else. It's a hundred percent. It's going to happen to me. It's going to, no, it's ending up on my shirt for the snack later. Okay. It's just yeah. happening. <laughs> and then I'm going to walk around in mm-hmm. Italy with a big old spot on my shirt. Uh, you know, I don't pack white. And then the pose doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> no, and, and the pose is gone. <laughs> If you're just joining us, this is the Bob She and Yaya Travel the World show, and we're getting real talking about plus size travel. We're talking about how to pack and kind of get yourself in a preventative state of mind so that you feel good when you're when you're out and about. And we do have a couple of products, and we're not affiliates of any of these. Um, we'll we'll change that in the show notes if it ever changes. But we do have a couple of products that we really do like. Um, for sure. And probably because they're well-made and they respond to the things that we do. And because we're active travelers, we can kind of go through things. So um, yeah. what's one what's one product lately that we've been using that you feel like, yeah, that's been, that's been really helpful? Well, the one thing that I really like is my Bomba socks. Uh-huh. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and they're not just plus size socks because come on, sometimes I love to go shoe shopping because that's the only time it doesn't matter if you're plus size or not because your feet are your feet. <laughs> However, I did find the Bombas. They're a little bit more expensive, but they're mm-hmm. so comfortable. They last such a long time. And what's great about it is when you buy a pair, they donate a pair. So I really Which like I that love. idea. Love that idea of giving back. Yeah. What about you? This is a, um, I love Bombas too. And it's a true cottage industry in the United States. It's like a great American success story. Um, so I'm I'm really a fan of the Bombas. Um, and you turned me on to them. Yeah. Did. And I will say for those of you who are plus size looking to start running, I run with the Bombas socks and they stay in place, which is really helpful. You um, gave me my I, first pair. I know. I that's how much I love them. I'm sharing. I know. Yeah. Um, I will tell you one thing that I do use when I travel. I actually use them all the time. Um, for plus size girls, underwear can be really an issue. The little panties mm. can be an issue. And I will say I started using bamboo fabric underwear. And they are so soft and they sit so well on my frame and they kind of holds up far better than the classic cotton underwear. So if you, you may have other comfort preferences. A lot of people are using all kinds of stuff now and that's great if that's you. I think plus size women kind of like a little bit of security and um, we like to do that. I We put a link for the ones that I use. I can't remember who they're by, but they're a 
they're super soft, even though they're bamboo. And um, I, they're, they're my favorite. They certainly wash really well. And they're dry in the morning, which is an important thing. And you just have to, to wash say them in your sink. <laughs> about those, you know, that day you're out and you're seeing all the monuments and you mm-hmm. get a little sweaty. They do do a great job of absorption. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. keeping you dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll leave it Pre- at that. Preventative <laughs> maintenance in that department. That's for sure. The other place that we have a lot of preventative maintenance to do is with the girls up top. Oh. They mm-hmm. need a little bit of love because if you could feel the temperature underneath a plus-sized woman's boobs, <laughs> you would be asking where Haiti was, Hades was, because it is mythologically hot. You're like, Satan, are you there? <laughs> Satan, do you live underneath my boobs? Because it's hot there. And I will say, <laughs> I you know when there's heat, there's moisture. Yes, yes. And how do you take care of that? And finding the right bras to travel with is a huge thing. And so you like if you've seen the athletic bras for plus size women, they they might as well be a turtleneck at some point because they come up so high. And it's like I can't wear that with the V-neck sweater I brought. No, no, you can't. So you have to wear you have to wear something different. And it doesn't get your boobs up as far as you need them to get up to get to feel the winds of Neptune. And, <laughs> And it's so hot and uncomfortable. So I will say this. I have broken down and I have found like the thinnest washcloth I could find. Like tissue thin, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, I bring it with me. And if it's getting bad, I will stuff it in the bottom of my bra. <laughs> just so that. I mean. And if I have to deal with the heat, at least I don't have to deal with the moisture. <laughs> Do you want to be in the Sistine Chapel picking your boobs up to fan them? Yes, no. Yes, no. <laughs> no. And I'm telling you, it gets that bad that if you're in the Sistine Chapel and you're feeling that, God is going to understand, but nobody else will. <laughs> That's uh... for sure. <laughs> it, it's hard. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Like, that's not something that other people deal with. Now, I will say all. that is a really, really, really good tip. Now, I don't know about you, but when I've been traveling and I go to take a shower and I step out and I feel like I accidentally grabbed a washcloth to t- to wrap up in. <laughs> yes. Know, my girls are hanging out at the top. My butt's hanging out. I mean, it won't come together. So or you need sometimes... you need three lily pads to cover up all the all the spots. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I like to bring my own towel just so I feel comfy. You know, what if you're traveling with your girlfriends and here you come busting out of the bathroom in all, your birthday mm-hmm. suit, all your yeah. porn hanging out. Yeah, and they're all, 
they're a size five and, and you just don't like them. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I feel like people are doing a better job in the give me a towel department because of the eco friendliness of if I give you a good towel, it will last you three days and we're not washing towels over and over and over again. Right. right. So I, I do think that the travel industry is responding to that issue. Although their response is not because of the issue that we're telling them their response is the eco-friendly issue, you I know, know. We so need plus size towels. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, so what's the first thing you do when you get to a hotel room, you order more towels and you're like, I would like a bath sheet, not a towel. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. I don't even attempt to try the robes they hang hang in the closet. Oh, no, no. I just, that's a suggestion. If you, if you want to be comfortable, bring a towel with you that you know that you'll feel comfortable, you know, using. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to a nudist colony, you'll have something to sit on. One of the two, yeah, you know, one of the two. And I will say this: I think that the towel tip is very good for people who are over a size 22. If you are bigger than a size 22, a towel may be a good comfort level right. for you. Um, and I do think that it's very helpful. Um, I will also say this. Um, one of the really helpful things that you may need if you're over a size 22 is a seatbelt extender um, for your airline. Um, because if you're going to be, you're not going to be allowed to stay if it doesn't fit. So, I mean, I would just, I would be really cognizant and make sure that that's not an issue. Like check and and make sure that you don't have that problem. I think that's an important yeah. one. I mean, yeah. it, it, who, it's embarrassing. I know some people, I mean, you just keep it, buy one online, keep it in your purse. Yeah. And yeah. And we, we put the link to um, a pretty standard one that's FAA approved um, on, I think all airlines worldwide. So you can check that out. They're not that expensive at all. But again, I think this kind of goes back to the fact that if you are plus size, you are going to be spending a bit more money on your trip because you have different needs than other people in your in your traveling party. You know, I mean, I, I do think that that's a big thing. Um, let's circle back to products for a minute because there were two that we didn't talk about okay. that I thought would be really helpful to talk about. One of them is Rothy's shoes. And um, you're a fan of those. You are a fan I, of Rothy's. I am a fan of Rothy's because they're eco-friendly to start with, which I, you know, I'm always striving to accomplish somehow. Um, I will say this. Um, they are 100% washable because they're plastics. You can actually put them in with your clothes and your clothes won't get ruined. I've tried it. Um, and you can wash the insoles. So you can use them in situations where maybe you wouldn't be so comfortable because I will say this, um, I've seen cute little people kind of tiptoe their way down across a shell studded beach. 
um, very daintily and get past the shell line. And then they just hop into the water in their bikini and how adorable are they? I cannot do that. I'm not going to tiptoe. And I am going to step on something and I don't want to inconvenience everybody else around me because I've just hurt my foot. And these kind of work in that situation. They have all kinds and they're all washable. So I think that's a great idea. I didn't really think about that because if I'm envisioning it, I could probably look like a reenactment at a Shamu show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, sometimes it feels that way and you don't want it to. I don't you know? want to feel and, that way. Whether it, I yeah. look like it or not, it's how mm-hmm. I feel on the inside. And that's super important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing, one thing I know we didn't touch on and I want to make sure that people are aware of when you're going internationally, make sure you know the difference in your sizes. UK sizes are not yes. the same as US sizes. They're mm-hmm. smaller. Mm-hmm. So like an 18, a 16 is what? I want to say like a UK, UK 20 is like a US 16. So make sure I think you're right. You, yeah. you're, you know, know the difference. Yes, I think you're right. Okay. So I thought we'd end today talking about being active while being plus size. Um, yes, we definitely have talked a ton about clothes and all of that kind of stuff. So you've got your clothes, you've, you've gotten that taken care of. One of the things about traveling is being active. And even at the size that I am, I have whitewater rafted. I have ziplined. I have um, repelled. I have done all the things that everybody else does in our party, you know, in our Mm -hmm. traveling party, I've done all of those things and I'm fine with it because I'm prepared with the correct clothing that I can do it in. And I think probably the biggest advice I could give people who are traveling with someone who's plus size is understand that any kind of adventurous moment is twofold. One, the person doesn't want to be the plus size person doesn't want to be the person who says, Oh, gee, you know what? I'll hold everybody's bags. You guys go do it, right? Right. They don't want to be that person. They want to do it too. And they also don't want to hold up anybody. And that may actually be even maybe feeling, that might make me feel even worse is if I held up other people for, with things like, um, um, having to get weighed in to see if I'll make it on a particular right. thing. Okay. So let me get, tell you one story about something that happened to me that was a plus size thing. And I really don't have very many because I really do my research and I prepare. So I, I know that I'm good to go. Um, my, I went on a girl's trip and my mother, my sister, my niece, um, couple of friends, we rented a catamaran and we went island hopping in Greece, which is so much fun. We I actually wrote a, a blog post about it, which you can catch at um, tgctravel.com. Um, we went there and on our last stop, we were at the, um, we were in Sunyan at the Temple of Poseidon, which is like this amazing site in Greece. And uh-huh. um, 
you had to kind of moor your catamaran offshore and then take a dinghy in. So I got in the dinghy first um, and I didn't fall in. That wasn't the problem. And I sat down and as everybody started to sit down, I felt so bad because the skipper of our catamaran looked at me and he said, will you trade places with me in order to even things out? Um, because he was lighter than I was. And that would put me in the center, which means that it would be easier for us to go in. It was a bit choppy. And I felt so bad that he had to ask me that, you know, and I try to be very aware of those kind of things and know that about plus size people. We're very aware and we want to do our best to do those kind of things and make sure that, you know, we're one of the gang and not just and you know uh, an exception to what's right. going on and i really did feel very bad about that um so you were the you anchor. know like you were the anchor i was the anchor exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean we've talked a lot about those kind of things today and i'm i'm really kind of glad that we have um the last thing that i can say is this i have traveled with two different clothing items that i would not recommend. Okay. And I always say my recommendations are not V-neck t-shirts because anybody who's plus size, they'll tell you they prefer a V-neck t-shirt for a multitude of reasons. So these are things that are not V-neck t-shirts to me. One, LuLaRoe leggings. (laughs) They don't look everybody. Okay, for so many reasons. And leggings in general, if it's not like a tailored outfit that you know, like, don't make leggings your go-to thing. Just don't. No. You know what? Yeah. They're comfortable. I will yeah. sleep in a pair. Mm-hmm. I will. When we were in uh, Wyoming and we were snowmobiling, I layered and I put a pair of them under my jeans. Mm-hmm. But honey, you yeah. don't want to see You don't want to see it. You don't want to okay. see me. I have pictures at Blarney Castle with LuLaRoe leggings on, and I cringe every time I see them. I, why didn't I, anyone I tell us? I, why didn't you say it to me? Yeah. Okay. So we were cute. Dad, we were so cute. <laughs> we were so trendy. <laughs> okay. The other V-neck that I really disagree with, like, please, that is not V-neck at all. Okay, is a skort. Okay. For some reason, someone out there feels that the material on a skort is going to stay in place on a plus size frame. Hear me now, fashion designers. Skorts well, I do just not stay with in place. You. You let me buy a pair of skorts years ago. Yes, I did. And I took them traveling without pre-testing them. And guess who needed the gold bond powder (laughs) at the end of the day? (laughs) Because I didn't test them. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I have tried 
like athletic looking ones because I wanted to look cute and not look like I only wear pants and capris all the time because I don't wear shorts. Um, and I really don't like the pictures and they really didn't work. <laughs> and I will tell you, I tried really structured ones that my friend Bonnie told me about and I got them in my Dia box and I was so happy about them. And I here's the deal. I bent down to take a picture with something and I realized how much I never wanted to wear the squirt in a picture ever again. (laughs) So for many, many reasons, the squirt does not make my list. Yes. Okay. I'm throwing away. I'm throwing away. Okay, we're going to, listen, we can do it when we're, I don't know, because we can't bike ride and we can't go for a walk in it. Maybe going to the pool from the car, (laughs) walking 30 seconds, we'll use the men. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I don't know. If you're just joining us, this is Alex and Terry, and this is the Bopshi and Yaya Travel the World podcast. We've talked today all about plus size travel and what it's like to have to pack and be somebody who's plus size out and about and checking out all different kinds of travel wardrobe options and what it's like to be active when you are traveling. So we're so glad that you got a chance to join us today. Any closing thoughts on plus size travel today? I do. I just want everybody to remember that the clothes should serve you. Yes. Make the clothes work for you. Whatever works for you. And it'll make your trip so much better. I can't think of a better note to end on than that. We hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. We drop two episodes every month for year-round travel fun. You can find more tips, hacks, destination guides, and inspiration at bobsheandyaya.com. That's also where you'll find information about our upcoming workshops and our upcoming small group travel experiences. That's right. We'd love for you to join us during our travel season as we take in glorious destinations like Edinburgh, Paris, Warsaw, and Amsterdam. It's going to be so much fun. Don't hesitate to leave us a little comment or a review, especially over there on iTunes where the numbers do all the talking. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on all the social media, including TikTok and Facebook, by searching at Bapshi and Yaya. That's B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A-Y-I-A. We look forward to sharing our next episode with you.